Hi, I'm Joel. And I'm Kishan. And this is Tea for Two. This is our BFF podcast where we talk about anything from science to popular culture, the arts, and life in Singapore. Hi everyone, it's me, Joel, the playwright and performer. And it's me, Kishan, a science educator. And welcome back to T42. It is our best friend podcast mm-hmm. where we talk about whatever the flame, flame of, of the, the forest, forest we want. want. Flame of the Forest. I haven't heard that one in a long time. Flame of the Forest is a real primary school throwback. Yes, a lot of Angsana. Yeah, I think it's the young botanist batch. (laughs) (laughs) Which I definitely pursued. Yeah, I was that. I was that gay who wanted to be poison ivy. Oh, you know, from Batman. Batman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) I have nine of those badges. You know, you collected all. I know there are twelve. I think, but I I was basically a crazy science geek. Yeah, I wanted all of it. Still terribly underachieving. Huh? Yeah, I think I couldn't. I probably couldn't be bothered with the young physicist one. Oh dear For me it was like Botanist or go home What is the flame of a forest? I don't know uh, It's a tree right? I think it's a tree With like a spray Whose flowers Like are a spray of yellow Yellow uh, But flame would imply red Also can be yellow uh. (laughs) Or blue for that matter It's like a pepper Uh, uh. It's like Yeah I think it's kind of sad though I mean like Flame of the forest Sort of like Presaging the climate crisis You know It's like Imagine mm. being fl- being the flower flame of the forest. Right? All the other plants would see like, yeah, yeah. See, why you so sway? Your fault? Why you so sway? Fault? Yeah, <laughs> forest fire flower. <sighs> anyway, yeah. how are you, Kishan? Oh, I'm happy because this week is a school holiday. Much holiday. Ah, much holiday. That's why we are recording on an af- in an af- on the afternoon. Okay, you know? can I just say if we listen back to enough of our episodes, right, you will notice that got trend one. No, ninety percent of the time when I ask you how you are, it's either got to do with like. Holiday, holiday coming, holiday coming to an end, holiday <laughs> over, or what? Or you know, I it's like no, it's very work related. Yeah, la. it's like, like I'm stressed of school. Boring coming. Nah. I'm sorry, it takes up a lot of my life. Yeah, what do we do? Whereas like I, on the other hand, tend to yeah, reply how with the same answer, which is I'm exhausted. <laughs> Which I am I'm exhausted Anyhow throw shit here No I think I think I think if it's one thing We can offer our listeners It's consistency Yes right? that's true Consistency of exhaustion Yeah come for the consistency Stay for the crazy Wow <laughs> hey, That's such a good I'm writing that down right now <laughs> come, come for the consistency Stay, stay for, for the, the crazy. crazy Yeah mm. I don't know I've been okay You've been okay? Yeah I'm, I'm going back to London in May Oh Yeah to okay. start rehearsals For a play there So exciting It's your London debut Ah oh, my debut debut Your debut yeah. there And then I'm currently in rehearsal yeah. for a for play what? that goes up in April called yeah. Tattoo. Yes, with yeah, Walrise, with right? Walrise, yeah. Everybody Amazing. go and watch. Everybody go and watch. Yeah, that can, is, can that buy is, tickets already. That is all the plugging for the show I would do on my podcast. Okay. <laughs> I don't know you are those people. I don't know you are those people. I, I, I do for show. you, I do for <laughs> you. Sister got a show with Walrise Land. Oh, can yeah, buy yeah, tickets yeah. Uh, mm. on, on Cystic. Okay, it's an mm. adaptation of a very old um, 400 year old play called yeah. Tattoo by the French playwright Molière, who's Anniversary it is this year Exactly that Yeah, yeah. 400 years well, Can you imagine that, that, that is like an achievement right Correct What yeah. would you, How would people remember you 400 years from? God Like I don't even want to presume That I will be remembered <laughs> But like I hope If I am right Only for good things Oh uh, me too Yeah We yeah. say leaving a trail Of digital detritus Correct This uh, digital it, fingerprint Yeah this kind of archival Will come back Yeah will come back on us one People will be listening to this Maybe 2-300 They'll play at a funeral Going like This is why <laughs> This is why the civilization ended <laughs> Because like You imagine archaeologists uh, Just dusting like, oh, right They really dusting just They really just Spend their time Sitting around Talking about nonsense mm. That's why This is why the world blew up Yeah the world blew up The yeah. economies collapsed They didn't care About the climate They, they didn't care Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
so everybody knows and I'll say it again <laughs> I'll say it again and again and again. I'm off social media. This high horse is uh, This high horse is annoying. Uh, <laughs> get off social media. <laughs> it's been so good for my mental health, y'all. Mm. It's been so good. But the the backside of this is what? I I the backside of this is that I don't leave the house anymore. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I've really become a hermit. Uh. I woke mm. up today with like um like what I think might be bed sores <laughs> because I just been lying in bed playing video games <laughs> for the better part of this pandemic. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I don't know. There's something about... I do feel quite shut off from the world. Yeah. yeah and because so much of our news comes from correct, social media, Correct, and I right? depend on my emissaries from the internet, such as yourself, to update right. me. <laughs> right, right. What's been happening on the internet? Right, okay. So recently, I guess, there was this whole 377A thing, which I'm sure you've heard about. Okay. Basically, three people put up uh, oppositions to 377A. Yeah, you know, there was yeah. a constitutional challenge, which has been yeah. long in the making, and then the Supreme don't know what court. Like, oh, cannot say court. Sorry. Then the don't know what court like, decided to go like, oh, sorry, it's not our Tai Chi. Actually, this one is Parliament set. One, Correct. Is, it feels like a kind of like game this of this volleying, yeah, of volleying of tennis balls, right? Yeah, I just want to say the three pigeons that sat on my windowsill to give me this news were very upset as well. Were they very upset? So, yeah. So there's some solidarity mm. from the pigeon world. Correct. Correct. Good. Yeah. Good. I like this homo yeah. homophilia. Correct. <laughs> Thank you, pigeons. <laughs> I mean, I'm not surprised at you. I'm not surprised at all. Yeah. In fact, I, well, I, I didn't know what people were expecting. No. Actually, the thing about constitutional challenges, right, which someone um, once told me is not so much the result as it is what each challenge does to lay the legal sure. framework for Basically future challenges. Chipping yes, away it's chipping away la. at the at, 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 at the situation, yeah. which I think is valuable in an office own. Uh, in an office I own, guess, yeah. but because this, I've seen so many of these constitutional challenges being done in my lifetime here, right, in Singapore. Oh, that, the 377. Yeah, the 377 yeah. constitutional challenges that, that, that after a while I'm like quite numb to the whole thing and I don't know what else people expect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's very clear this has to come from the legislative mm. and it, mm. yeah and you know for reasons that we we can speculate about but cannot go into because sure. we don't want to be at risk of scandalizing the court scandal so easily scandalize these courts scandal yeah mm. but I already say right G seven seven A and the repeal of it is a huge missed political opportunity for, hey, our, for our government I tell you I say so many, your theory. everyone who asks me this is my response right it's like the PAP should repeal G seven seven A if nothing but for the political like uh, expediency of it because like mm. you will suddenly win overnight yeah. uh, this Pink vote la. swathe of conservative gays who are just dying to vote for the PAP I'm sorry conservative gays? that is such a thing I tell you all these condo gays whatever who, who are just like concerned <laughs> with like getting rich la, walking their dogs la, uh. whatever la, they, they just want to vote for PAP only just give them the chance Correct. give them the chance and they will because like it's anything more Singaporean than voting PAP and gays just want to be like everybody Actually, else. What makes you think they don't already vote for PAP? Exactly, of exactly, repeal. exactly. So the PAP, right, really just needs to to do this, like alienate its conservative voting both vo- voting base. Yeah. As in its right, super right wing conservative base, right? Because like once you alienate them, who are they gonna vote for? Nobody. Who are they gonna vote for? They really don't have. Right? <laughs> yeah. So it's like okay, law. Then they will vote for a Workers Party. Oh, sure. Great. You know yeah. what would be terrifying though? They will send one of their own up. To, ah, to, 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 we'll, we'll deal to with it this. then We'll deal with it then I, also, I honestly do feel that <laughs> You got that, fire plan yeah, I got fire plan, fire plan for this Yeah, I, I have the whole Business plan laid out girls Like Yeah let's call it A business plan Because can, that's what it is can. No I feel like do you, Okay I'll just put it this way I don't think Singaporeans have it in them To become Ultra right wing nationalists <laughs> Can I just put it this way You don't think so I think we, we lack I mean we, can't we already Smell a little bit of it Yeah but they're not They're, 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 they're clowns Do you know what I mean Like I don't think Like from the ranks of 
you know, the, the Singaporean right wing can ever emerge a nationalist right wing leader. I don't leader. know. You, you might call them clowns, but well, they might be, but they're also very no, they're organized just, clowns. No, leh. they're just not. They're just not savvy enough in a way that ultra right wing nationalists ought to, you know, sort of you have think? to be. They have to be really charming and eloquent and actually very well educated. Just in I like, don't know, girl. I'm yeah. wary. I think I think there will be one from the ranks of this that will come up who is like that, and that's all you need, and it, it will pull everybody. And because they're so organized, mm. it will just be a domino effect. That's fine. Like, at least quick. the gays will have their rights, lah. <laughs> At least by then the gays will have their rights to huh? like to have like, you know like okay so speaking of social media right the other day someone sent me this video of like these two gays with a dog harassing a gojack driver <gasps> yeah harassing so I didn't see the full video because like five seconds in I saw their like sleeveless tank tops and the dog and I wanted to vomit already but like basically <laughs> I, I think the conflict might have been oh, no. that they booked the Gojek and then the dog was there right? and then like the Gojek driver probably said like oh you can't bring your dog on sure and then there was a whole like kerfuffle about it and it right. just looked very bad for the gay community let me just put it that yeah. way why did they ever book like grab pet <laughs> is there's that such a, a thing? There's a grab pet. That's how I take my dog to the vets. Yeah, these gays could probably well afford a grab pet. Oh, hundred percent. Right? Especially yeah. if they're wearing th- that, that that little clothing. <laughs> I think there's a correlation. Yeah, it's a between how, how much cloth you have on your body and the amount of wealth you make. <laughs> yeah, because like actually the amount of wealth you have is correlated to the amount of muscle mass you have and correct. which is correlated to how much of it you want to show, right? Correct. Ah, correct, correct, correct. correct. Yeah. Not bad, huh? mm. This is why people study math. Yeah, this is why people study math <laughs> and this is why people like me become playwrights. Yeah. So for today's episode, right, like we thought we would read... Um, each other's Google search histories. Mm. Now, I got this idea from a podcast called Reply All, which is oh. made by Gimlet Media. Fas- uh, oh, fascinating. Yeah, an American podcast. Good enough. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're they are occasionally quite insightful. Oh, yes. Okay. They're, actually, they're very, really good. So, they did one episode where like they read each other's like Google search histories. And oh I thought God. it was fascinating. And I've always wanted to do that with you. Can. Yeah, let's yeah. do it. So, we put out our Google search histories from the past like week or so, right? About there, yeah. Yeah. And then, all, we're basically just going to ask each other why we search for these things. So, I have Kishan's list. So in, I have Kishan's list in my hand. And I have yours. Yeah, okay. And um, we'll just see where this goes, okay? Because, okay, just for disclosure, we have omitted all the porn. Oh, uh, yeah. We have, yeah, we have we omitted have. porn, right? Yeah, correct. Okay, okay. So we'll, we'll not talk about that. I think mm. we, that deserves another day. Can. Okay. Alright, so on Joe's list, we have... What is madness? <laughs> I searched for this today. How you search for what is madness? I when? Se- Please tell me more. I, I searched for Should this I today? be worried? No, because I woke up today, right? And I went again. And I went, I was immediately like... Oh, this again, and then I started going into a spiral, and I thought, "Is this what madness feels like?" What do you mean, this again? What like, was what was the because was the I woke up, stimulus? I woke up, like gripped in anxiety, with a, with dread in my stomach, and I went oh. this again every morning. So it's like it's every day the same. It's time and illusion. So I started going down a spiral, and then I started going like, "Oh my god, am I mad and trapped in my own like head?" Mm-hmm. And of course, you search la Google. Yeah, so I went to Google. <laughs> To find out what madness is, and do you know what the the answers there are very unsatisfying. Of course, good yeah, they're girl, very unsatisfying. They yeah, because I I don't know that like it gave me a very clear picture of what what we think of madness is, right? But I think it's because what madness is might actually be a very broad spectrum of disorders. Sure. Yeah. It depends on who who is asking. Also, also yeah, this yeah. is like searching uh searching WebMD for like um. Pains and uh, getting getting some sort of diagnosis from WebMD very dangerous. You, you you say this as if I don't do this on Please. a daily basis. <laughs> I do. This is how Please I thought. Don't. Like two weeks ago, that I was having a heart attack. Where yeah. yes. yeah. WebMD basically says you're going to die tomorrow. Just please don't do it. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. so that's why I searched for what. Oh, yeah, I just want to say that like my madness is not being helped by the fact that it's not yet 
one o'clock and we are already drinking. Yeah. Okay. Why, Kishan, did you search for pareidolia? P-A-R-E-I-D-O-L-I-A. How do you pronounce that? I think it's pareidolia. What, yeah. what is that? Uh, pareidolia is this thing where you see significant images in like random things. It's like how people see Jesus on bread. Oh. You know? So, so yes. they, they place significance on basically random images. And the one thing that we tend to see as humans is faces because we are primed to recognize faces. Yeah. So I, I was just teaching something in class and I, I, I was drawing atoms and whatever. Then uh, some of the kids said, oh, that looks like a face. Mm. Then I just started to talk about pareidolia for a bit. Mm. Yeah, so it's just... it's just, I, I, And I, I, the reason I'm searching for it is because I didn't know how to spell it because my, my spelling is atrocious. Mm. So I just wanted to search it to just spell it. Mm. Yeah, I, I actually really find this phenomena of us uh, uh, seeing significant things in non-significant things is very uh, interesting. Yeah. yeah, I think it's great though. Like, I, It's probably like the basis of all human spirituality, isn't it? And actually, yeah. I've come to a point in my life where I uh. fully admit the reality of... of, of the, of all the, the living things of the world even can like, I mean even, there's no harm in yeah, that correct. Yeah. yeah 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 so mm. that's why I was no, searching it no it's good it's good interesting word pareidolia that's very good I think it's a very interesting word okay mm. you also searched why was Colin Trevorrow fired why indeed was Colin Trevorrow fired who is Colin Trevorrow so Colin Trevorrow okay basically he was the director who was first tapped to write and direct the third Installment of the new Star Wars sequel movies. Oh, uh, this is yeah. your Star Wars geek. So he and and I think he also like wrote and directed some of the Jurassic Park movies or whatever lah. So right. like he he wrote um he wrote the the screenplay for that film and then like Disney fired him uh very very publicly fired him or they parted because of like creative differences or whatever right and then J.J. Abrams got tapped to do ah. do it in his place right and after J.J. Abrams' movie came out uh, The Last Jedi no The Rise of Skywalker mm-hmm. right uh, that film got panned by all the fans right and then for some reason the, or, the, the script that Colin Trevorrow had written became leaked on the internet and so <gasps> a lot of people have read it vastly prefer it oh to, this is familiar yeah I vastly this, prefer yeah. it to what came out and have done all kinds of adaptations of it yeah <sighs> no basically so I mean, why was he fired? Um, I think because they just didn't like the direction that he was taking, but so the artistic ex- lah. But I, I, I think it's yeah. I, I don't know. I think it's because his story was fundamentally darker, mm. and there's something. Yeah, I mean, this points to a huge controversy in the Star Wars universe right now, right, girls. Right, where right, like right. basically people are very unhappy with the direction that Disney has taken for Star Wars, mm. which I know if you're not a Star Wars fan means very little to you. But like, f- I'm I, I always ch- fascinated yeah. that you love that you like Star Wars and Star Trek. I, well, Star Wars by more it. than Star Trek. I can't okay, give it, okay, yeah, sure. I, but I'm fascinated by it because if you if you were to ask me, the, the, because I've known you for so long and I've known this fact for so long that I, I can't remember a time where I didn't know it. But if, if I were fresh seeing you, right, and you told me that you like it, I think I would be surprised. I don't know why. Oh yeah, it's just like how when some people uh, first met me, they thought my voice would be lower. <laughs> <laughs> I think I get it. I get it. I get it. My Star Wars, it. my Star, my Star Wars origin story is quite interesting. Oh, tell. it's like um, one day during Chinese New Year when I was a kid, right? It was playing on the TV as a rerun, and I wasn't paying much attention to it. But that night, I had such vivid dreams about Star Wars oh. that I woke up the next morning and went. Mom, I need to see all of it. So she went to get the LDs back then, the yeah, LDs yeah. from from the video store, and then I just like devoured it. Wow, how yeah. young were you? Like. Seven or eight. Fascinating. So it basically diffused into your consciousness. Yes. And I think this is the working of the force. <laughs> it is, it is. Like I was touched by the force. In you that really moment. were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Well done. Yeah, yeah. Well done. Yeah, yeah. Why did you Google 
refractory. So this is spelled R E F R A C T O R Y. Am I yeah. anticipating that I'm gonna to have to spell out a lot of the words? No need la. Refractory. <laughs> so I I I'm, I usually Google very practical things or very sciencey things, and I was fascinated by the fact that the term refractory has two different meanings in physics and in biology. So I wanted to. Oh, check up on as both in the refraction of light on no, one hand? Uh, no, the refractory as in a material that withstands a high amount of heat. But then in biology, there's a refractory period in your nerves where it can't get stimulated anymore. So I was just like, oh. Oh, those- it's like after you come. Yeah. It's so, just, oh. So like those, those like a refractory, like a, a period where you can't get stimulated. So I was like, this is very interesting that those two things seem so different, but they have the same word. So I was just fascinated by by the etymology, I guess. What do you find? Nothing lah. I just searched and then I went out a rabbit so hole. So what is the etymology? I don't know. I, I can't remember. Oh, okay. This is the beauty of my brain. I find out certain things, right? Like a minute later, I'm, I just forget. That's quite worrying. Uh. <laughs> maybe you need to Google what is madness. Maybe. Yeah, maybe huh? you'll find something there. Maybe, mm-hmm. huh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, good company with you. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, next for you. Oh, actually, I've seen this name many times. I don't know how to pronounce it. Uh. I'm going to give it a shot. Uh, Chloe Seveny Parody. Oh, Chloe Sevigny. <laughs> parody? Parody? Yeah. Um, Chloe Sevigny is a very uh, high society New Yorker type actor who's appeared in a number of films and TV shows. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, she's actually a really good actor. I, I don't know. Okay, so like my ex-boyfriend Joe and I used to watch these parody videos of Chloe Sevigny by this drag artist who just does the most perverse Chloe Sevigny um, in minutes. Really? Yeah. Like, this week, candles are in. <laughs> yeah, and it's just go on and on and on. I mean, it, it was just like pure absurd. Is it SNL-esque? No, no. It's very, it's very absurd. Really? Yeah, it's a bit more like David Hoyle than it is right. like uh, SNL. So what were you, why were you searching this just for entertainment? No, I think I must have been recommending it to someone as ah. I often do. Because you know sometimes when you meet someone, who, as I did at a recent um, d- uh, drink session. Yeah, where like, you know, in Singapore, it's very hard to find someone where the humour vibes very, True. very perfectly. True, yeah. And then we spent all night just swapping stuff we were watching or listening to. Oh, that's yeah. very nice. And I haven't, I haven't, I haven't had that in a while. Yeah. Oh. Mm. Mm, but, also, yeah, mm, mm, but I also recommend to all of you, dear listeners, go and Google YouTube Chloe Seven Year Parody. Yeah, just yeah, go Google. It's very, it's very okay, I'll go and Google. So mm, mm. it's very funny. Okay, Kishin, why did you Google? What is this pimple on my stomach? <laughs> now I also need to know what okay. is that pimple on your stomach? Okay, so <laughs> so this is a long story, but we'll get into it. Okay, so recently I I I, I went for a wax on my body. Okay, okay we'll, come back to, we'll come back yeah, to this part. Just, just, I was just like, oh, let's give it a shot. Let's see what happens, okay? So, I didn't realize that after a waxing process, what you need to do for your skin is to exfoliate. Okay, mm. You need to exfoliate the dead skin. I, yes. Girl, I don't know all these things, okay? If so, you Google it more often, you know. <laughs> like, basic. I didn't know this. So, you need to exfoliate because if not, like, you might have the... You might have ingrown hairs and, yeah. and then, then, then it could lead to a pimple. La. So, I was fascinated by... This one pimple that formed on my stomach. Where was it on your it stomach? Was, it was just right, like ha, up stomach. Like your sternum? Yeah, about All right. the sternum will be here, but a l- little bit lower. First row of abs. Sure. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> the stomach. And then, um, because, again, this is very sciencey, because there's very little sweat glands. It's very, uh, the, the density of sweat glands on your stomach is very, very low. So because of that, the chance of you forming a pimple on your stomach is very low. Oh. So I was like, oh, why is there a pimple on my stomach? You know, is there a problem? So then I realized, oh no, it's it's something called folliculitis, basically ingrown hairs. You just went one very big round, right? <laughs> yeah. To say after you get waxed, 
You must exfoliate. <laughs> yeah. Also, I'm trying to understand a few things here. The thought process of you see a pimple on your stomach and you think it you get pimples on my back, on my on my stomach. I don't, don't get any. And you, it's because your science knowledge tells you that you have few sweat glands on your stomach, which is yeah. why it's like highly unlikely that you will get a pimple. Be a pimple yeah. Okay, first of all, I, I disagree that with this thought process. But then generally, like my stomach is sweaty all the time. So I, I refuse to believe that there are fewer this is sweat glands. average that. population. Okay, I'm, I maybe I have more sweat <laughs> yeah, glands than the average person. Can. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, so I just, I'm just like, oh, what is this? I'm curious. Okay. Then, uh, then I found out belatedly the knowledge about needing to exfoliate and there is an ink growth. Oh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. It's like, why did you get waxed there? I'm just curious. Like, right, yeah. so we're, we're full circling yeah, back Yeah, we're full circling back. I'm just like, I, I didn't know you got yourself waxed there. So I, 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 know you get get, your, I know you get waxed elsewhere. Yeah, but like, yeah. But, but sometimes I just, uh, no, so th- this was a just a let's try and see what happens kind oh, of situation. Okay. How was it? Uh, it was okay. It felt a bit weird yeah. not to have body hair uh-huh. uh, because I'm so used to having body hair at the top of my uh, like uh, my body. Yeah, you know, to not have it felt very weird and very wrong. I don't think I'll ever do it again. Right. Yeah. But like you know, do you feel very like twinky for an afternoon? No, twinky is definitely not the word. Nick a mole rat. <laughs> Squid Naked more red I feel like a squid red. Mm. I, feel, I feel like naked more red Okay Joel Why did you Google <laughs> this? Is eating avocado Daily bad for you? I mean this is a An important question You So so you literally Googled it to find out just Well that. no It's because I was lying On the couch one day My mum came up to me And said Hey is it okay That I eat avocado Every day <laughs> uh? You see my mum My mum My mum My mum's been eating Um Avocado every day Every day Yeah yeah wow. Every day now As some kind of like uh, Like Talisman against Bad health or whatever Okay so I, And then she was like re- She also is gout Right So she was like I recently got on like Egg in my leg Is it because I eat avocado every day Because avocado Ooh. got a lot of protein and I was uh. like Okay So I went to google this And it turns out It's not true In fact you can eat an avocado every day can It's apparently really? meant to be very good for you Because yeah, of it's the meant to lower fats Yeah are. it's meant to lower cholesterol Yeah 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 uh, And it's also relatively it's up Yeah effect, relatively high in protein Oh fascinating Yeah And like uh, It's very tasty It is tasty It's like my mom eats more avocado now Than your average millennial Which I think is so gorgeous it's like yeah. She moment. every morning eh, she eats avocado on toast like, like yeah <gasps> like her name is Cheryl and she works in ad you know <laughs> it's great it's great it's great yeah we have avocados in the house constantly Wait. yeah where, did, did she enjoy it initially Or did she learn to grow like, No that's the thing is, like, I never, I never imagined my mom, uh, Who has very traditional taste Would ever enjoy eating that's avocado That's exactly I'm thinking about my mum So yeah. I don't think my mum Would like it very yeah, much Yeah avocado tastes a bit Like a slimy egg Do you a know bit, what I mean A yeah. bit yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's chonky Yeah, and yeah. Okay, I'm just like, As with all eggy things There's a slight cummy taste To it as well Okay Yeah. So it took me A long time to get around To eating avocado oh, Yeah, really? I, can't, I can't even say That I super enjoy it now mm. Yeah, but you can eat it every day, Kishin. Wow, thanks yeah. for that. Pro mm. tip, pro tip. Yeah, and also as a throwback to our uh, heating and cooling episode, right? I believe avocado is neutral. It's neutral. Really? Girl! Oh, is it it's neutral? It's neutral. Why? Well, it's not cooling. <laughs> I don't think it's cooling. And it's not heaty. We can agree on it's not cooling. La, yeah. Because it's very like... Yeah, but it's neutral, it's neutral. Is it? It's neutral. Who say why? The Chinese. Because I think before, <laughs> maybe before the 21st the century, Chinese. they never encountered avocados before, you know. It's like, they got can, rid of can, all the avocados can. during the Cultural Revolution. If there's revolution. anything I've learned in my 36 years in this country, right, <laughs> is to trust the Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you don't trust us so much. Maybe you don't trust us so much. Kishin, why did you Google what to do when stung by a bee? <laughs> did you get stung by a bee? Did you get stung so, by a bee? Something very interesting happened in school. Uh, <laughs> so one of my kids... 
before the start of the exam, got stung by a bee on his writing. <laughs> got stung by a bee on his writing hand. No! <laughs> it's really just a freak accident. Oh no! And then I was like, oh no! And the poor boy was clearly in pain. The stinger was still inside inside his 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 uh his writing hand oh, and no. his thumb or forefinger. I can't remember. And then I was called because I'm I'm in charge of this and uh, in charge of this thing. And then and I I went over and then I I said, what happened? I said, oh, his hand got stung by a bee. I literally said, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and this was like two minutes into the exam. Oh no! Yeah, so I was like, okay. And then I looked at the kid. I was like, are you okay? It's like then he's he's he put on a brave front and everything, but he was clearly in pain. Then I said, I'm gonna remove the stinger. Then I removed the stinger. What I, did you I, remove it with? I just removed it in my hand oh. which I just very carefully pulled it out. Oh, hard. And then I comp- <laughs> And you co-compress. I compressed Wait, wait is this when you Google what to do and stuff? No, that, uh, because it, it, I, I then asked him, do you have any allergic reactions? Ah, to, to, because wow. I needed to know whether whether he might have a, some sort of shock, la, you know, to this, right? <laughs> Just say. <laughs> I love how calm and collected you are at this moment. Like, you actually, no, you, you're asking laughing. all the right questions, right? Do you laughing. have any allergic reactions? I'm very good at emergency. Yeah, because, like, if it were me, I'd be like... <laughs> I'd be like flapping my hands around like how did it happen why did you attract a bee did you attack the bee did the bee come for you are there more bees and here you are you asking the child the important questions like do you have a, a bee sting allergy yeah. Yeah. are there more bees is actually quite a relevant <laughs> question yeah, yeah. did you upset the hive somehow <laughs> So anyway, I did what I needed to do and I sent the kid home. <laughs> yeah, and we called his mother Aww. and I could like, does he have an allergic reaction? Do we know that he's allergic to anything? And we just sent the kid home. Okay, that's that's poor kid. Yeah, yeah poor I kid. hope he's okay. And then only after I realised, eh, maybe it, was there anything more I could have done? So yeah. I, I just searched. Uh, so what does one do when, when okay, one gets stung by a bee? Again, these things just, my memory is like a sieve, it just goes away. But uh, hey, you got master's degree eh? <laughs> It was just it was worth repeating. But I think I think if I if I remember correctly, I think a a, a bee sting is slightly acidic, so you need to apply alkaline something soap, like that Soap, soap, uh, bicarbonate of soda or uh, something like that. Yeah, soap. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I, if I remember right, please go and please go and Google. Okay. Or <laughs> hey, I remember, okay, if you get stung by jellyfish, isn't the thing to do to pee? No. So that's a common misconception. Oh, yeah, okay. it's a common misconception invented by people who are super into that. <laughs> Or you just know, at the beach going yeah. like, oh, yeah, I've been I'll stuck be by a jellyfish. Will you pee on me? Hundred <laughs> percent. So it's 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 a mis it's a it's, 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 it's a misconception. It's a misconception. I think what you need to do is to I, I think that's vinegar. That's is what is one of the also things. apply acid. Uh yeah, some some acidic thing. Um, I don't think ur- urine will do any good. Yeah. Even though urine could be slightly acidic at times, but it could also be slightly alkaline. It, it, it depends it, it, on what you it eat. It depends on your kidney health. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> ur- urinating on a person is just for kicks. <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna say in this instance, if a kid got stung by a bee and was in severe pain, I might actually just <laughs> urinate. <laughs> like, I'm so sorry. It's all I could think to do. Plus, also this situation is making me very urgent. <laughs> No homo. <laughs> Not sexual at all. Just give me your head up here on it. Give me how traumatized the child. Oh, that's very good. Okay. Okay, well, to the child who got stung by a bee, and if you're listening, uh, I hope you're re- I hope you're in recovery. <laughs> okay, next one. <laughs> Why did you Google? <laughs> Is Stefan Cat safe? <laughs> <laughs> Something happening to Stefan Cat? Stefan Cat yeah. is the best internet cat. It's like the one thing I miss most about being on social media is Stefan Cat. He is, and the reason I asked if he's safe is because Stefan Cat is a Ukrainian cat. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, I'm so 
<laughs> I know it's not it's not funny, but it, it's like I was f- genuinely in the in the barrage of news about the war in Ukraine. It suddenly hit me that oh my god, Stepan Cat is Ukrainian. Is Stepan Cat okay? <gasps> so Stepan Cat, I forget the Instagram handle. It's a very cute cat that went viral on that because mm. the owner just posts pictures of him sitting next to massively oversized like cocktails. Actually, I never knew Stepan Cat was Ukrainian. Yeah, oh. and it's his videos are so aesthetic. It's like yeah, oh, yeah. my my total mood. It's just like yeah. sitting glumly. I remember by a cocktail as some eighties music plays. This- did yeah. the cat get a lot of followers? Yeah, He had his own Instagram account, is it? Of course he did. He was so cute. Aww. He was the best cat. Like, I really think there is a constant, like, um, informal competition for the best internet cat. And <laughs> last year, Stefan Cat was the best internet cat. Mm. Yeah. And um, so I Google, is he safe? Uh-huh. Apparently, he is safe. How do you know? I mean, what, the city, the, uh, the owner posted, I, I think they managed to get out. But the city they were living in got massively, like, Oh my yeah. god, it's heartbreaking. But Stefan Cat and, and, and his owner are safe. Thank God. Yeah. Okay. Jesus. Yeah. Stephen Cat's my favorite cat because he just reminds me of what I must look like in any gay bar in Singapore. Yeah, yeah I agree. Right. I agree. Just like you know, it's like a mix between total contempt, disdain, and like needing to fall asleep. <laughs> That's you. Yeah. Next to a massive. Next to a massive drink, lah. Massive drink. Yeah. <laughs> Why did you Google Kitchen? What is unleavened bread? Ah. Okay. I, I can't remember the context of why I Google. Did. Were you were you cooking a Shabbat dinner? No, Sorry. no, I really wasn't. But I think it was to do with yeast. Ah, but because I think I think unleavened. Yes, un- means unleavened, unleavened just means, means no un- yeast or unraised. So yeah. you because you could use chemical leavener as well. Yeah, yeah. So I was I was talking about the process of baking bread and the science of it, and then I brought in the idea of unleavened bread. And yeah, as is usually thing. Sometimes I I speak very quickly and I I rely on this knowledge that's in my head, but I'm not sure if I'm right. So every time after I walk out of class, I go like, oh my god, did I say the right thing? Mm. So I, that's probably why I googled it. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So like I think yeah, you would see some unleavened breads in Jewish cuisine, right? Because they, I believe, one of the one of their kosher rules is to not eat leavened bread or during the Passover. I think so. Yeah, <clears throat> I'm not quite. Like I'm not quite sure. Yeah, so it, like yeah. challah, I don't know how they make it so fluffy. Oh my god, it's delicious! Without I, I without leavener. Mm. Yeah, and it's also like things like Irish soda bread, which is made. Oh, with, what is that? Um, it's made with baking soda, so it's leavened entirely with baking soda. Ooh, yeah. Then what happens if you eat into it? Do you get a fizzy feeling? I don't know. Maybe you can use it to treat bee stings. <laughs> 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 Just like rub soda bread on you. Oh, maybe yeah, maybe mm. good idea, good idea. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Mm. Wow, Joel, this is a good, good, good question. You googled, is it no no, or no or? This is a great question. Yes. And I think that it depends, right? Well, okay. So, this was used in a very specific writing context. So, it, I was puzzled as to whether it was no person nor their offspring or is it no person or, or their, their offspring. offspring. And um, I could not find an answer on Google because like, I, I gave up after a while. Everything just pointed me to neither nor, neither or usage. Ah. Yeah, but what is your perplexity with it? Because I, I, I think for me, it... It how what I would use depends on how the sentence is structured. Yeah. Sometimes the, the, it, it 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 depends on how much negativeness the sentence has before that. Already. Right. Uh, yeah. It's like if you want to be more negative, you just put more ends in it, right? <laughs> Neither nor. Yeah. Yeah. So it, I don't no, know. No, actually, I don't know. You know, sentence. I like I'm ashamed that like I actually don't know the grammatic the 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 the, 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 the rule here. Is it? Right. Ni- it's neither neither or right? Ni- no, it's neither nor either N- or. Neither nor either or. Yeah. Oh my god. Th- this is what we were taught in primary school, lah. But. 
there is this ambiguity with no, no, and yeah. No okay, or. okay. So let, I, okay, so let's try and puzzle, right? So no man or his offspring, I believe is correct. Let's, yeah, let's grammatically no, no man or his offspring. Yeah. Versus no man nor his offspring. No, I think that one sounds wrong. It feels yeah. a bit sad. But la. it's like that one is a lot more negative. Uh. Yeah. It's like imagine saying it. No like, man nor their offspring. Yeah, it's like yeah. really tell up for the offspring. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Poor offspring. Huh? Mm, but, 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 but I Google grammar a lot. Ah, I yeah, can see why. I Google grammar a lot. Well, it's not just that. It's because like generally a lot of grammar perplexes me. Right. Yeah. Do you but find that English grammar specifically perplexes you more than any other sort of girl, like, I like think, French? I mean, girl, you know French. I think all grammar is perplexing. Yeah. It was just like a bunch of rules made up by like men in huts, you know, <laughs> like in ancient times and now yeah. we are and now we are using it as if it's like they probably just it's like law. yeah they're probably just using it to troll each other. Mm. It's like oh I don't think you mean that at all. I think you mean no. <laughs> I said, no, I meant it all. No, it's no. And then now it's just like, oh, okay. Is that his what voice? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I, I spent too much time in, in the Reformation <laughs> period lately because of this adaptation of Tattoo that I've written. Right, right. I'm so yeah. sorry. Sorry, sorry. Okay, um, mm. what's the next one? Okay, I can sort of guess why you Googled this, but yeah. why did you Google Raffles Medical Health Screening? Really, utility law. I was just looking for a health screening thing oh. to do. La. I try to do it every year. Hey, that's very good practice. Eh? It's very good practice. Yeah, it's yeah. expensive though, but I try hey, to. How do much? It, how much? It, uh, so there's a whole range of, and there's a whole buffet of what you want to do, lah. Yeah. So it can be very simple, simple one, and that costs I think fifty to hundred dollars. So oh, they, that's fine. Yeah. That's not expensive. But it can go to very far. It, it can cost like $20,000 and they do everything. I think they, they cut your body in half and then they put it back uh, together. <laughs> Wait, so what kind of screening do you get every year? So what I get every year is basically blood work. Uh. Uh, I, I, get, uh, I get blood work, I get like heart and uh, the e- ECG thing, the 12 electrode thing. Yes. Also, and sometimes I get a liver, a kidney, oh, ultrasound. What has your liver ultrasound revealed? So far, okay. So far. So far, okay. Yeah. Because I'm a bit scared of just the liver situation because like I drink, drink a lot. I drink, right? Yeah. And, and I just want to make sure that everything's okay. La. Actually, at our age, right? And I'm sure some listeners will be interested to hear. What are some like organ problems that start like laying foundations at this time? Ah, everything. La. What are you talking about? Girl, I, that is not what I wanted to <laughs> hear. <laughs> no, because your, your question was laying foundations. Everything sort of lays foundations now and it starts to show when when we are 50 well, like for example prime example would be prostate a, a doctor will tell you oh uh, if you want to get a prostate, prostate exam when you're in your 20s and 30s doctor go like oh unlikely there's going to be anything sure, wrong sure. do you want to do something instead but uh, things okay is this doctor propositioning you for sex because <laughs> when he goes <laughs> it's highly unlikely there's anything wrong with your prostate you want to do something else instead <laughs> that's immediately where my mind went oh, yeah, sorry sorry, sorry, sorry carry very on, under yeah. sex yeah. <laughs> let, let us not go there today <laughs> For once in this podcast history, let us not go can, into my sexual history. Can, can. Right? Yeah. It does it, at this age, like especially in our thirties, it this is where things start to start to become bad la, uh. and it starts to manifest in your fifties. Uh. So this is where we really must take care of ourselves if, so that we want to push this manifestation to maybe later on. Because yeah. you know what, girl, let's be real. It's gonna happen. Yeah. Something like this will happen. Yeah. And we have been And actually we know people for whom they happen early in life. Exactly. Yeah. And we are literally the lab rats for all the things that came up in the 80s and the 90s like soft drink la. no no oh, is it you know, like or, yeah sugar free coca cola like, oh, uh, sugar free yeah. sugar free coca cola what additives here and there plastic in the fucking ocean and the fish and now we eat we are going to face the brunt of uh, it the internet the internet yeah. mental health mental internet, health yeah. so no I mean literally happen. maybe the internet has like actual physiological health uh, like Correct. consequences like radi- I, I radiation so. or whatever right I, I think there will be some m- 
Yeah, I think the mental ones can be hey, I really need to go and get yeah, we need to get health screening. We yeah. can go together. It's overdue, overdue. We can go together yeah. and make episodes. You, you know, as <laughs> always, right, you know, I'm I'm afraid of what it will find. Oh, girl, yeah. I'm frightened. I'm afraid of what it will turn up. Every time I go, I put on a smiley face and I I I, I be happy about it, but in my mind I go like, oh, this is frightening, this is frightening. And when the report finally comes, right? I tell you, I open it up. Sometimes my hands are shaking. It's like A level results. Yeah. <laughs> Worse. Oh. Sometimes my hands are shaking because I, I, I'm very afraid. Why doesn't the doctor deliver this info to you face to face? So if, let's say, nothing is wrong, then the doctor says, let's not waste time. I'll just give you the report. You can go and read yourself. But oh, so actually, the doctor wants to sit with you, got problem. Usually, oh. if the doctor wants to sit with you and wants to talk about it, then there's something that is uh, red flagged in mm, the report. Oh, shit. Okay. Huh? I should go Scary, and get right? it done. Uh, yeah. yeah, but I highly recommend every year. Or um, that, that, that you, you mm, do this like. Okay, okay Huh? Mm, can, can You Google Anglican Processional Is it for play? Yes, 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 <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> okay, can, So can. there is a scene in Tartuffe Where I wanted to write The family coming into the living room Singing Processional It's very funny Why? I don't know tell? It's just they're very pompous Oh, okay. Like all things bright and beautiful And then like they're coming in But a this. lot of religious ceremonies are pompous Yeah, yeah pompous and yeah. theatrical and majestic Yeah, yeah and like I, I found a few very good processionals Huh? Yeah, you know, it just got me thinking If this writing thing doesn't work for you right, You can go and become priests Oh, girl <laughs> A few of my It's very dramatic A few of us were thinking the other day, right That actually, yeah. you know If theatre professionals ever run out of work we Open should church op- Yeah, open church Like, we have all the required skill sets yeah. We can put on a show Still can use the stick Yeah, we can inspire <laughs> people You can still use the stick, correct? <laughs> Yeah, we, we are very charismatic speakers 100% All we need is the faith la. Correct Question mark mm. Spaghetti The spaghetti meatball one la. Yeah Sp- No I mean we could, we could set up Like you know you know any Anything like You could I mean if China Wine Could do it Ch- <laughs> If Mr. Wow, like If China Wine Could do it If Mr. Like You know uh, Leather Daddy Could do it Leather Daddy I think oh Ivan Hank Could do it yeah. I, Ivan Hank Could run a church Amen I mean Amen yeah, Totally amen mm. Yeah <laughs> Okay Kishin Why did you google Worcestershire sauce And bourbon Okay. Worcestershire sauce and bourbon. Yeah, so this 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 was a fascinating thing. So I was watching this Netflix show. It's Pieces of Her. I don't know if you watched it yet. No, I have not. Um, And in one of the scenes, um, I think Toni Collette, I think that's her name, She she's the protagonist, and she started to put what I saw was this brown sauce into a tumbler, and then she added bourbon. And my mind immediately went to, why did she add Worcestershire sauce and bourbon? And then I started Googling. And I couldn't find a satisfactory answer. No, are you sure it was Worcestershire sauce? Or did she put in Angostura bitters? I don't know. It looked... Oh, uh, maybe I... Girl! <laughs> For fuck's sake, it was Angostura bitters. She probably... She pr- it's called an old-fashioned. Oh, of course. Girl! <laughs> I don't know why I thought that. Well, they do put Worcestershire sauce in a Bloody Mary. Yeah, sure. Yeah, but that. that is a very Maybe different. I'm, okay, you know what? I'm pretty sure some bartender in Singapore has put Worcestershire, yeah, and sold it for is like it $30. Worcestershire or Worcestershire? I'm sorry, I always say Worcestershire because mm. I can't be bothered. I always say yeah. Worcestershire. <laughs> Worcestershire. Yeah, correct. Worcestershire sauce. Correct. Yeah, uh, yeah because I, because they do use it as you've rightly pointed out in Bloody Marys, and if they're using Bloody Marys, I'm sure they use it in many other drinks. So yeah. I think that's where my man, mind went. But you're probably yeah, but, right. Yeah, it's yeah, probably yeah. Bitters. But pretentious uh, cocktails, yeah. like you just never know. Anymore, like huh? yeah, someone has probably actually put longkang tsui in a cocktail. <laughs> Wait, you know they have. Like I was, you were there. We were at Natives, and like we were served. I I ordered because I was adventurous. That oyster distillate oh, drink. The olua, uh, yeah, that was meant to taste like. <laughs> yeah, I remember your face. I was so offended by it. 
How much did it cost? Like $30 or something. It was very expensive. It's like, you want Orlo, go eat Orlo. Native is very expensive. Yeah, okay. That's yeah. Not yeah. So I, I, I don't know why my my mind immediately went to that as opposed to bitters, which is obviously the most logical thing to yeah, have Yeah, it's because to. you don't make cocktails enough. Uh, I don't make cocktails mm. enough. That will soon change in my new house. Oh, yeah! Yes! Yes! Ah, wait, yes. Wait, there, the bell, there, there, the new house bell is over there. Ah, house warming bell! <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, I can't wait to get sozzled at your new place. Yes, come and get sozzled. Yum. Mm, yum. Joe, why did you Google Encanto is bad Because it's not bad Not even a question oh. It's a statement It's a statement <laughs> It's as if you were Trying to put it out into the Yeah no, no 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 I, I, I turned to Google For confirmation Of my biases <laughs> I'm not gonna lie Like when I see something Especially like a movie Or something that is So bad Yeah That a lot of people Are enjoying I need yeah. to I need to ask the internet If I am alone on this right but you know if you find if you search anything you're definitely going to find a, a voice that yeah. agrees with you and that right? was so- the voice I wanted <laughs> I wanted an articulate intelligent voice that could tell me in the terms I wanted to hear that Encanto is a bad but movie but if you search Encanto is good you are also going to find but a similar voice but I would not search Encanto is good because <laughs> I, I know people would think Encanto is good and yeah. what I really want is like my bosom buddy to tell me yeah sure. girl that was a shitty ass film do you know I know so many people who think Encanto is good uh, but I've never watched it I want to watch it now I mean you should I feel like you would enjoy it and that's okay do, you know in a friendship it's okay that we like different things oh, well, yeah. well, well, I feel like you would find its message of like family and overcoming like um, generational trauma you know yeah and I think you would find its plucky protagonist very uh, very very charming okay but yeah. this is a Disney Pixar thing, right? Is, is this right? Yeah. Yeah. So I find Disney a bit abhorrent sometimes mm. because I don't like the fact that they make me feel like I, I find it's emotional blackmail on some level. Right. Like, like they're holding my emotions at ransom here. So I, I will hook, line, and sinker fall for it. I will get upset. I will cry. I will get fed. And But then after that, it's immediately anger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, why is this yeah. company doing this you see, to me? Like, I have become in the course of my life very allergic, callous to <laughs> callous and somewhat allergic. Or I can smell emotional man- emotional manipulation when I, when yes, when, when I'm exposed phrase. to it. Emotional right? manipulation. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. No, but the thing the thing about the latest Disney movies is that they are all moving away from what made the early animated films so great, right? Which mm-hmm. is delicious, like unquestionably bad villains. Yeah. You know, it's, I feel like I feel like they are, they're trying like Disney is trying to be very. I guess it's like some people are calling it woke Disney. Right? That's the and word I, it was invented. And, and yeah. I use this term. I and I use this term fully aware that it's it's problematic. Sure, sure. But like it's the idea that you know Disney wants to position itself in a kind of very commercially woke way, which involves very token feminism, which involves LGBT. which involves very token LGBT and minority uh, representation. Yeah. And which um involves like things like moving away from the good evil binary so even the villains can be flawed and have like principled reasons for doing the things they do but I'm just like sure sure you know like that's not that's not what we watch a film for I want to see fucking Ursula being evil you know what I mean like there's a delight there's a delight to the kind of like almost camp villainy of the old um, uh, Disney movies that actually was good in a, it was just better writing no but, I, yeah. I, I, I totally understand where you're yeah. coming from but I, I, there is something there is something to be said about what they're doing, lad. Because they have so much viewership, they're shifting the needle a little bit because of the number of eyes that's on Disney, right? 
Don't you think so? Perhaps, perhaps. Like, I am not um, well-studied enough in this, but, like, the YouTube um, film critic Lindsay Ellis uh, mm. has done a lot of deep dives into the Disney franchises and why and her problems with it, uh, including, like, very incisive takedowns of, like, not takedowns, but analyses and critiques. So, I, you see, this is the world we're living in, right, where there are these really testy, reactionary... Um, uh, uh, ways of looking at things mm. that, that I feel has just made everything a lot less fun. Mm. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. yeah, including Encanto, which is bad and which I confirmed on Google. I yeah, <laughs> I will go and uh, watch and yeah. get back to you. Yeah, dear listeners, if you feel very strongly about this and you disagree with me, tell us about it in the comments. <laughs> why, why Kishin? <laughs> oh, this is so gross. <laughs> this is very depressing. Why did you Google? Why is your life slipping by so quickly? Time and time again. I get existential crises a little bit. So I just like search for things. I confirm. Yeah, no, not so much confirm, but just, just an explanation of why these things are happening. And I think we've talked about this on this podcast before about the older you get, how time uh, time moves faster. Yeah. So um, uh, did this person that I was I was, I was, I was watching his video on, on YouTube and he, he just wanted to relate his own experiences like, about why uh, for him, new experiencer feels that time is moving fast. It was, it was just an interesting solo perspective that I just wanted to hear sure. so that's all but I don't know for me the reason I did this was because sometimes I just feel oh, time it, slips do you, by do very fast do you feel uh, time is slipping you by very fast insanely I think it's further compounded by the fact that I live on a school calendar mm. so things move by very quickly because I'm in, even though now it's like what March my headspace is in June Oh, you're doing a lot of future planning. I do all future planning all the time. Mm. And because my headspace is in June, I, I don't know, it just everything moves super quickly. Yeah, I, I think I know what you mean. Like, my life has only become more stressful lately because I have a lot of things to plan for in the future now. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't used to be this way. It's a bit scary lah. Yeah. I yeah. think it's just called being an adult. I don't oh, like it. I don't like it. The other day, so day I was lying on a couch and my mom just came out, sighed very dramatically and went... Wow, the day passed by so fast. And I'm oh, thinking, so girl, she's in her 70s, right? Like when, when someone in their 70s says things like this, it has a weight to it because it's like, how many more days are you going to have, girl? No, exactly. Yeah. That is so scary. You know, it just makes me think of like, um, I mean, obviously entropy comes to mind, right? But it also makes me think of, like, you know, those like redoxon fizzy tablets that yeah. you throw into water <laughs> and, and they fizz. Like yeah. they, they, they tend to fizz fastest near the end, don't they? Because mm. the surface area increases. Ah, yeah. That's life. Uh. Yeah, it really is yeah, life. Your brain slowly rotting away. <sighs> you Google, inventing Anna is so stupid. Again, not a question, a statement. A statement. <laughs> I Tell was me. so. Okay, Did you watch the whole thing? No, I only watched the first couple episodes. Right. And I mean, first episode got me in. By the second, I was like, "This is just full Shondaland. I can't, I can't deal with the plus, the plasticity, the it's fake very characters, the bad writing, the 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 tonal inconsistency." And then I just like also could not stand this kind of like girl boss feminism that I was reaching for. Mm. That really, I was just like, "Oh, I can see all the makings of it." And then the Anna, such an annoying character. She is quite annoying. Yeah, but, but so, she's meant to be annoying. But they're all annoying, you know. And I'm just like, "No, no, no. I don't, I don't have to commit like ten hours of my life." to watching this. I, I think for me, I just could not stand um, like watching anything that even vaguely glamorizes incredibly wealthy people. Mm. Even if the film is gesturing towards these people eventually down, uh. being swindled because of their vanity or like these right. men being revenged upon. I was just like, no, I just don't, I just don't need to see this. Okay. And I thought it was incredibly stupid and I just did not want to wow. spend another 10 hours with it. That's yeah. fine. And I went again to the internet to confirm my beliefs and mm. read a few really great op-eds about why it sucks and I feel very... Vindicated? 
very vindicated and justified mm. in my choices. I yes. feel that you are pulling in this little village of like, you know? No, no, no. Yeah. Same sense. Uh, correct, correct. Yeah, like-minded people. I think it's called loneliness. <laughs> <laughs> wow, mm. very harsh eh. Thanks, Kishin. Mm. Mm. Why did you Google, Kishin? Like, why did you Google what is an isochronous curve? Oh. Now I also really want to know what an isochronous this curve is. This is a very is. geeky thing that's a bit difficult to explain because you need a video. So I... I just stumbled on this phrase called isochronous curve and I was fascinated with the word because iso, same, and then chronous, time, and then curve. So I was like, what is this same time curve? It's basically a curve uh, that when if you let go of a ball bearing on either side, it will hit the same point at, uh, all the time, no matter what distance it has. That is a very poor explanation because you just need a, a, a diagram and you, and you need to see this happen. And so it's like a wild, wild wet. Right. Uh. Yeah, uh, correct. It's like a wawa wet, right? If you imagine on both sides, mm. no matter where you start the wawa wet, right, on, on any point of the curve, they will always hit in the center. And that fascinated me. So I just, I just, Google is a very geeky thing. I'm, I'm so glad that there are things that fascinate you, Kishin. Yeah, I mean, like, when, we, when you proposed this exercise, right, what hit me and I was looking for things to talk about was that my searches are always very practical. One, very and the next thing is just very science based science mm-hmm. or math based mm-hmm. that's it literally that nothing else and and I don't know it just made me feel like and you, you, you said this before it, 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 like am I not curious about other things anymore so but I that's not I mean I, 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 that's not fair because like obviously you are curious about so many things which is why you google them well I guess but they tend to be in the same realm but that's fine. There's so much within a realm of knowledge to discover, right? Yeah, like I guess. I feel not. like actually you're fundamentally a lot more curious than I am because all I do is like go on the internet to confirm your conf- biases. Confirm my biases. <laughs> I am very small minded and narrow indeed. <laughs> and like, I'm just full of strong opinions. You and, are, you And are. I just need to shout them out. Correct. Yeah. So we've come to the end of yet another episode of T42. Mm, Thanks you know for listening uh, to us. You know, uh, Joel, you know. Uh, yes. I wonder when people listen to our podcast, right? Mm. Whether they get more stress or less stress. I would like to think more stress. <laughs> because there are like o- auditory frequencies that are Girl, not reached at yeah. normal human level. Hypersonic. Levels. Hypersonic, <laughs> overstimulated, yeah. and then like meandering. And again. And yet, again and again. if you, dear listener, are at this point in the podcast... It's not our fault. Somehow... <laughs> There has been an alchemy between our dismay and and your despair, yeah. and we have met in the middle. Mm. And to that we say welcome, welcome, <laughs> welcome. And if you are new to T Four Two Podcast, as some of you are, mm. welcome Hi. to the family. We are yes. a small but scrappy bunch, yeah. trying hard to be Singapore's next most famous podcast. Correct. Follow uh, us on Instagram. Follow us on Instagram at T Four Two Podcast. Like, comment, and subscribe. <laughs> And yeah, you know, all the above help all make us famous. Above. You know, I think we've given up on the Sheng Xiong pipe dream already. Yeah, that is like oh, that's just gone. She never yeah. respond. She never respond. You know, we don't want to poke a we don't want to poke a bear. Correct. We don't want to flog a horse. Maybe this is not the time, lah. It's not the time. Mm. Yeah, but you know, you can still try and make us famous. Correct. We are at what on Instagram like a thousand fifty followers. About now. there, lah. Yeah, I feel this is about where it peaks, Kishin. <laughs> That's where it peaks. I think it's downhill from here. Yeah, it's downhill from here. People are just going to start following us by the, by the hundreds and then yeah. soon we'll be left with just five. Correct. <laughs> All our five foreign, foreign listeners. listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Who couldn't be bothered to unsubscribe because Correct. of the only connection to the motherland. <laughs> Alright. Until next time, this has been Joel signing off. And this is Kishan. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.